Good afternoon and welcome to Wellbeing for Everyday Life with me, Maeve Halpin. I'm here in studio today with Sharon St. Clair, who is a Five Rhythms dance teacher and three of the participants in the Five Rhythms. That's Ina, Serena and Margaret. So you're all very welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. So Sharon, now I've done a bit of Five Rhythms dance in the past myself. It's really wonderful, but maybe you can explain to the listeners what exactly it is. Because to be honest, I would find it difficult to explain exactly what it is. Same here, because I could explain it and you'd have an idea in your mind, in your in your head. But actually, the best way to ex- to to experience it is to come along to a class. So in a nutshell, it's a movement meditation. So for me in the beginnings of this movement meditation, when I tried meditation in the beginnings, I'd sit there for 20 minutes, the bell would ring, I'd kiss the ground and say, thank God that's over. So the beauty of the five rhythms is there's so much going on in the body, in the mind, in the issues, in the tissues, there's so much activity that we get an opportunity through flowing, staccato, chaos, lyrical and stillness to let things go, let things, whether it's our breath, whether it's our movement, whether it's move, movement, whether it's dance or whether it's just emotion, we get an opportunity to show up exactly as we are and in a space that allows us to be and allows whatever's inside to come out. So it's a kind of a self-expression through dance. Yes. And the five rhythms are these different rhythms of music that happen in the course of over two hours yes. during the dance. So in my memory of it, it starts off quite slowly and gently and it builds up to, is it chaos? To the peak the of the rhythm is chaos. So basically it's it's a wave and, in, and, and it's a practice. So we practice each time you could show up three times and each time a different part of you is in the room and each time a different part of you wants to be seen so when someone comes into the way I start the classes people are in the room they're warming up their bodies in the way that suits themselves and then during this warm-up I'll invite them to increase their breath invite a few stretches and then I say to them what needs to be released today what needs to be seen what needs to be validated what needs to be put down and it just starts giving them permission that whatever comes up and out is okay and you you kind of feel totally different on the other side so we start with flowing the first rhythm where we're what we're trying to embody we're trying to embody these these practices, these uh, suggestions by taking off our head for the two hours and just coming inside the body. So with flow, we're trying to embody going with the flow and trusting our feet. As simple as that. The second rhythm we're learning is staccato, the body parts of the hips, and we're learning to embody clarity, focus, boundaries. We're learning to embody saying a clear yes when we mean yes and a clear no when we mean no. And then we move into chaos, which is the flowing energy, the feminine energy, and the staccato masculine energy. We put those two energies together. And you know in relationships, put man and woman together, it's pure chaos. So we're learning to let go of the head, let go of the spine, let go of this monkey mind chatterbox here. And we're learning to embody letting go. So that could be letting go of our youth of our um, of our children, of our parents, of issues in our minds, of stories of health we would like things to be. So we get an opportunity just to let all of that go. It's the peak of the rhythm. It's where I believe we clean house, we get hot, we get sweaty, we put things down. And then after we've put all of that stuff down, 
the next um, rhythm is lyrical and it's as if in putting that stuff down we're lighter so what we're trying to embody is we're trying to celebrate the space that chaos has given us um, we're letting go of letting go which means we're we're learning to stop repeating our stories especially if they're traumatic because each time we repeat it with emotion the brain doesn't know the difference of it happening 10 years ago or happening in this moment so we're we're learning to embody letting go of whatever's happened it's the past move on focus on what you want to create and then we land at stillness which is the whole object of the exercise where we find our breath we find some stillness we pause it's a good place to um, it's a good place to kind of assess our situations because we've gone on this journey, we've let things go, and then you come to, you're just at a different place. It doesn't necessarily mean you've fixed whatever issue that you were working with that morning. It just means you're seeing it in a different way, and the body has got lots of wisdoms and, um, yeah, lots of solutions. So I always say to people in the beginning, what do you want to work through today? Is it? Uh, do you want to work? work with yourself is it an issue in your tissues do you want to dance on behalf of a friend or is it for a loved one and when we give ourselves over to something else they're powerful dances and we should say now that it's not like you have to learn steps or anything like no. that it's all completely free expression and dancing like nobody's watching essentially isn't it exactly because nobody is watching we're all too concerned with what our dance looks like so um, I just um, put on some music, five different styles that kind of encourage you to move in certain ways, whichever way that is. And um, I use certain words. I will ask you to breathe and I'd ask you to kind of soften body parts. And oftentimes I might say in chaos, just soften that. Because when we're letting something go, it's just easy. We let it go. We're not holding on to the thing. Just soften. And just the release and re the relief I see in people's faces. Tears might be released, you know, sound might be released. I remember uh, a friend and uh, a dancer of mine, and she says when she's in these spaces, she's able to say things through movement to her husband that she's not able to say in real life. Because if she was to have a little hissy fit through movement, it's like... What's going on with you? Whereas she says she comes into the space, she releases stuff, lets things go and walks out lighter and freer. So it's about finding your freedom within your body. So there's no right or wrong way to do it? No, just um, your way. There's no right way or wrong way, just your way. Yeah, well, I know from my own experience of doing it, it's an amazing experience, really. It's very different than any other kind of dance, really. It's coming from a different place, isn't it? Yes. Yes, and when people say that was a fantastic class, I always say to them, what did you like and what was your challenge? And then that gives me some information. But what I think they, what, what, what is so exciting to them is that they connected with themselves <laughs> on, on a playful, deep level. Um, they made a connection with themselves and when you say Sharon there that you ask people in the beginning what is it you want to work on today do people actually tell you or is that something that's just the person just thinks personal, of for themselves yes, yes it's just an invitation you might want to work on you know um, there might be an issue between yourself and a teenager and you're like alright let's look at that in the mix or why don't I put myself in my teenager's shoes for a moment to 
But is this a discussion that happens before the class? Are no, people sharing it's, it's, this? It's more, no, it's more like I, I totally say to people, um, once we start moving and stretching and warming up, there's no talking because talking can just be a way of distracting ourselves from what's really going on. So what I encourage is body language. Let's see what you've got to say through movement, not through the censored thoughts and the overriding of this that and the other what what mm -hmm. truth does your body want to say mm -hmm. because often the the aches and the pains for example if we've got a pain in our knee or a pain in our hip that's our body on the loudspeaker saying have i got your attention something in here is totally out of balance or something in our environment is totally out of balance i'll just give you a little pain here so that i can get your attention so it's not about taking a painkiller to get rid of the pain it's about pausing for a moment and saying what is it what are you saying to me well, I, I can certainly confirm that from my own experience of yes. working as a counsellor because people can come in for counselling with me and they can recover from conditions that they might have had for quite a long time, like back pain or asthma or something like this. And I don't even touch them, but like they're working through their issues with me verbally and the, the tension in the body is released as a result of that, you know. And also, I always talk to people, too, about the wisdom of the body because people can come in typically with symptoms like anxiety in their stomach or headaches or insomnia and that I say to them that's the body trying to get through to you that there's some kind of stress going on in your life and you have to listen to those red flags yes. and they're not a sign of mental health they're they're not a sign of mental illness they're actually a sign of mental health yes. it's only if you ignore them they become mental illness actually yeah. and all these things can can uh, dissipate you know once people address whatever issues are in their lives yeah. but the wisdom of the body I just find that that is so profoundly important like in terms of people's diet exercise sleep dance movement fresh air it's something we lost I think yes. somehow in our culture you know we're very intellectual we we, we reify the intellectual mm. you know whereas the anything that connects us back into our bodies like mindfulness meditation dance it's a it's a healing it's a healing of a split in yes. the person and i also think it, this practice brings you back to your animal self so when we do the group warm-up and then we we they do their warm-up then we do a group warm-up and in the group warm-up we're moving we're dancing we're sweating and it's as if we're putting down the tie, we're taking off the suit, we're taking off the lipstick and the high heels and the push-up bra, we're bringing ourselves back to our raw selves. And sometimes all our raw selves just want to be seen, wants to be heard, wants to be validated, wants to be in community. We just want to touch, but we don't know how to touch. So these spaces allow us just to show up and practice. When I say take a partner, often people are like, <gasps> Take a partner, oh my God. And I say to them, how you react to taking a partner in this room is exactly how you are in the real world outside of this room. So the only thing that's going to change is if you practice showing up with your fear, like what's it like to connect and have a, a kind of anxiety in the belly, but still show up in this relationship? Like what happens to your breath? So I would encourage them to breathe, to focus on their feet and to just stay with it. Or if this relationship that they're having through movement is too close, step back a bit and find your comfortable zone. So I would also say how far in this relationship in the room. So they'd go as far as they can. And I'd say, how far can you be, but still be in relationships, still relate? 
and that one is a good practice for the long distance relationship perhaps indeed yeah so it's about people developing self-awareness yes which is so important and listening to the wisdom of their body yeah because we're pulled out of ourselves all the time i find you know that our values are driven by things like the media and advertising and how we're supposed to look and what we're supposed to be doing in our job and all the rest of it and we lose touch with something more intuitive and more unique actually inside ourselves because it's very much about conforming isn't it like whereas i like the idea of taking off the suit or the high heels or whatever kind of uniform we have to wear in life that defines who we are Everybody is equal when, when they're dancing equal. together. And I say to them, put on your true faces. I often say, start by putting your hands at your at your cheeks. And then when you do that, you find, oh, it's tight, it's tense in here. Because often we're having to put on this face for everybody. We're in the room, I'm like, put on your true face. In fact, play around with having a scowly face or play around with having a really happy, joyful face. Because sometimes in in certain situations, it's not cool to be on fire, to be um, happy, to be, you know, in a good space. And I'm saying it's all welcome here because the only thing we can guarantee is change. So if you're in a good space, ring it out because this too shall pass. If you're in a bad space, if I'm in, say, in a chaotic place, I'd often say, what rhythm am I in? And it's often chaos. I'm like, oh, I'm in chaos. And then I can take a, I can take a breather because on the other side of chaos is lyrical where I'm let go of this big drama story and just lighten up over there. So I'm like, it's coming. So just sit. I give it the best seat in the house. I sometimes say, chaos me, do it. And it does it, and then it passes. And isn't that such a fundamental wisdom, really, that this too shall pass because it's how we get caught up into anxiety and fears and all kinds of things because we don't we don't remember that. Yes. You know? So now I'm here speaking to Sharon Sinclair, who is a Five Rhythms dance teacher. And the Five Rhythms happens on Sundays from 11 to 1 in South Beach Pavilion Greystones. It's not on for July now, I understand. No, we're back in September. Back in September. Back in September. That's September. Uh, anybody can come along and uh, you can turn up. You don't have to have any uh, training or anything like that. And the website is SharonStClair.ie, S-H-E-R-R-O-N-S-T-C-L-A-I-R.ie. So, and we have three people who are participants in the Five Rhythms here in the studio as well, who we're going to be talking to after the break. So now, Sharon, your first piece of music is Bonobo by Black Sands. So do you want to tell us why you chose this piece of music? Yeah, so I would often use this kind of style of music for maybe a warm-up. And if it wasn't my warm-up, it would be for the first rhythm, where we're trying to go with the flow, trust our feet and there's kind of circular movements. So we're, we're learning to twist one way, twist another way. In case life throws us a curveball, we're able to pivot and turn another way instead of getting stuck. Excellent. So this is a nice flowy tr- track to begin with. Fantastic. This is Bonobo by Black Sands.
broadcasting from the Dundrum Town Centre. This is Dublin South FM. Hi folks, it's Paddy Cunningham here letting you know that you can join me each Tuesday evening for a brand new country music show right here on Dublin South FM. Each Tuesday from 8pm, Country Roads is going to bring you the best in Irish and American country music, looking at that week's country chart and a featured artist. So why not join me each Tuesday evening from 8pm right here on Dublin South FM for Country Roads. The best in Irish and American country music on Dublin South FM with Paddy Cunningham. Greetings 60s fans, it's Jim and Isabel here. Do you remember Opal Fruits, the Rainbow Cafe or the Poolsman? Did you listen to the latest pop record on Radio Caroline or Radio Luxembourg? Well, whether the answer is yes or no, Echoes of the Jukebox puts you right at the heart of the sights and the sounds of the 60s. Armed with a stack of singles, we invite you to join us on Echoes of the Jukebox right here on Dublin South FM, Wednesdays 2 to 3. The Wurlitzer's humming. We'll see you there, gang. Sweet, sweet memories you gave. Hello, Martha Lynham here. Why not tune into Memory Lane, a programme for our senior citizens every Tuesday at four? Or listen back on the podcast section of the Dublin South FM website. We'll be taking a nostalgic trip down Memory Lane with a mix of history, trivia, some golden oldie music and a little bit of banter. That's Memory Lane, Tuesdays at four on Dublin South FM. Memories Dublin South FM Welcome back to Wellbeing for Everyday Life with me Maeve Halpin. I'm here in the studio with four people who are involved in the Five Rhythms Dance. Sharon Sinclair is the teacher and her website is s-a-g-r-r-o-n-s-t-c-l-a-i-r dot i-e and the Five Rhythms happen on, happens on Sundays, 11 to 1, in South Beach Pavilion, Greystones, having a break for the summer now, back in September. So now, Margaret, you have been involved in the Five Rhythms for quite a long time. Yes, I I can't remember when I originally uh, came to Five Rhythms. I think it was probably about 30 years ago, uh, with uh, Katrina Nigelfarig, who was the only Five Rhythms teacher in Ireland at the time. But there are lots of different teachers now, which is great. But when I jo- came, I had no clue as what I was coming to do. Or t- but I just loved the freedom of it, you know, just being able to have move freedom. You didn't need a partner. You didn't need to know anyone. And you just danced to the music. And as Sharon has said, the five waves, you know, the five rhythms, that's a different wave for each rhythm. And I just, just enjoyed and loved it. And, for different reasons for um, number one it was a nice social thing to do you know because it was a community kind of you could get involved if you wished afterwards and um, also for um, exercise which I found brilliant and it became clearer to me then that it was a lot more to it than just you know uh, movement and exercise that um, it was actually you know brilliant for you, your mind releasing uh, and releasing stuff from your muscles your tissues 
Um, I just, I really, really enjoyed it. And would you relate to the kind of things Sharon has been talking about there, that it's a way of leaving behind or working through emotional stuff that you might be carrying? Yes, definitely. Even though at the time I didn't know what it was, sometimes I might feel very sad, sometimes I would be really happy and, you know, joyful. And then there were other times when I would, you know, actually shed some tears and, you know, just, uh, and it was a great release. And I didn't have to know. I think that was the beauty of it. Uh, I didn't have to know what it was or what. But afterwards, you know, I might be a week or two later that I would just say, oh, yeah, that might have been what that was. Or, you know, um, and feel as uh, lighter. Mm, And sometimes not necessarily, you know, but... Uh, it would release, definitely it would be a release. It's like the body has a natural process, a way of uh, working through our emotions and giving us a way of uh, expressing them. Mm-hmm. And like things like dance have, and, and communal dance and ritual dance have been part of human societies going right back to the yeah. beginning of time, really. And in, in a way it's become, I think, maybe kind of commercialised in this uh in our society and people are very concerned about how they look and you know it's very competitive and all of that is taken away out of the five rhythms there's no competition there's no prizes no dress code no competition no steps no nothing you can you know do whatever it is if you feel like just lying there on the floor you can do that if you want to just move you know uh, walk around the floor you know, do anything that feels good for you, your body to do. I mean, people have gone, you know, with, they have injuries or, you know, they might not be able to move, So, but they would release. I always remember um, Katrina saying, you know, just keep moving, even if it's only your finger or your toe, but it's like everything changes because when we stop or stay rigid, that's when things get stuck. Of course. And that's... I, I really, really enjoyed mm. that. You know. It makes me think about how rare it is that when we're in company anywhere that we don't have to con- concern, be concerned about our appearance or how we're coming across to other people or how other people are thinking about us. Like It's actually quite rare that we're in any company where, yeah. unless we're with people very close to us, that we yeah. don't have to worry about those Absolutely. things. So it's like a big relief to be able to just let mm. all that fall away, the mask, I suppose, yeah. that we wear and touch into something that's more authentic within ourselves. And I was quite a shy person too, and, you know, would be very self-conscious, and still can be, but it was just great, and just to have fun sometimes with, you know, it's like when Sharon would say, you know, take a partner. And sometimes you might just meet somebody on the floor and you would have the fun, like like children would, really. You'd have just such so fun dancing your own dance and then people would join in. And it's so important to have fun in our lives. It's mm. really crucial, you know. <clears throat> I was in a theatre group years ago and we used to, amateur theatre, and we used to do workshops every week with all kinds of teachers doing all kinds of things with us. And it was so much fun and it really made me aware of how limited our interactions are with our own body and with other people in the course of our normal day. Whereas, like, there was all kinds of things we did about, you know, make illustrate a, a movie in three scenes you know and you had to be really quick and think on your feet and mm. like 
a completely different way of communicating. Like it's very limited, really, how we yeah. interact in in our daily lives, yeah. particularly as adults. Anyway, absolutely, because we get so serious and yeah. we take ourselves. Yeah, so serious. we take ourselves. And we forget seriously. to be light and childlike again. Yes, maybe. yes, yeah, and yeah, and spending time with children, of course, is very important as well. And you, you have your beautiful child Ava is here in the studio as well today. Your granddaughter, isn't she gorgeous? So now, thanks, Margaret and uh, Ina. You are also involved in the teaching of the five rhythms. Yes, uh, I was actually the last uh, Sharon's event was uh, in Anahat, a holistic center in Bray. So I was uh, helping um, Sharon just to be there holding the space. So it was in a way amazing to see lots of new people uh, came to the center, and then you see that shyness at the beginning not knowing what they are getting involved to and little bit stiffness and then comes the Sharon's magic uh, and guiding we call her in the center divine mother because <laughs> she's so beautiful just by her guidance you see people easy start to to relax to let go it's always that um, feeling how will somebody's watching me how mm -hmm. but then step by step the music goes Sharon's guidance just energy you feel in the room start to be lighter and you know I would say magic happened it's um, it, it's it's nice to see that people can open at, at because we are so stiffed, closed, thinking what somebody's going to say, not knowing ourselves, and then when this open, okay, I'm closer a bit to that. Mm. So people lose their self consciousness. Yes, yes. In the beginning, everybody is a bit shy. I'm Everybody sure. Everybody are shy and don't know even how to move. So you see, it's. Uh, uh, tension in the shoulders, um, look each other around. Uh, but then, step by step, in the end of the class, you see people leaving the room happy uh, and um, proud in a way. Oh, I did it. I let it go. Something still, maybe not all, but something to move forward, something shift. And then you want to continue to practice. So, so. For next event, I will not just observe a side, I will for sure join <laughs> on the class and, and try myself uh, mm -hmm. this because it's really, it's really gets, uh, how to say, close to yourself, something to within to connect yourself mm -hmm. more. But it's it's just so great to have something that or anything really that gets people moving, because yeah. this, our sedentary lifestyles are becoming a real source of, of problem, both physically and mentally. Mentally, yes. in terms of our health, yes. we're sitting in front of screens all day, long, all day long, you know, and then we're sitting in a car or we're sitting on the Lewis, and then we're sitting in front of the telly, and uh, even children now, it's it's been shown that they have problems like physically and psychologically because yes. of lack of movement yes. which is hard to believe but it's true yes true we are all in a way connected let's say fake connected over the social media but actually we are disconnected with ourselves mm. so somebody said the internet brings far away people close and 
pushes close people far away. True. It's like we can be texting our friend in New Zealand, but we can't have a chat with the person beside us on the bus because they think we yes. were strange if we talk to them now. Yes. So local communities, anything that builds local community, I think, and connects people face to face in real time. Yes, true. Is great, I think. I haven't said. Obviously, I'm a fan of the internet. It's fantastic. Like it's really opened up the world for so many for so many of us in so many ways. Yeah. But we have to have a balance. True. That's what's important. Like, there's no uh, substitute for being around other human beings. Yeah. The real touch. We lost uh, the sense of the real touch. Disconnect ourselves for our mm. from our mm. um, human fellow. Mm. And then disconnect from yourself. Mm-hmm. So the idea of the the, the whole center in mm-hmm. Anahat is the to build that touch again, to build that community again, to share food, space, creativity, um, to find in a way yourself again. We, we really, really lost ourselves in mm-hmm. all this um, chaos, I would say, mm-hmm. of technology, everything. So the balance for sure is lost. Mm-hmm. But to these kind of workshops... Um, but to be in a non-judgmental space, I think, is so important because it's yeah. only if we feel, if we're, if we really feel and trust that we're not going to be judged, that we're able to be op- open up and allow ourselves to be a bit vulnerable, yes. you know. And like with the internet and social media, in particular, it's so image-based, and that you know people are looking at these impossible pictures of women and men who are so perfect. But yeah. I mean, they're all airbrushed and. They all have plastic surgery and all the rest. So the average ordinary person feels like inadequate by comparison, you know. Yeah. So to be in an environment where none of that matters and that what matters is the true human connection, like that's quite a very special and unique thing, I think, to offer yeah. people, yeah. really. To, to be just raw and authentic, then you can build, in a way, intimacy first with yourself, in a way. And when you have enough for yourself, you can share with others either in... Any, any kind of relations, relationships, uh, friends, uh, parents, and then you can maybe reach your full potential as a human being to, to give t- to your best now when there is no intimacy with ourselves, how can we how can we project to others if we don't, don't have? So that that's uh, <coughs> that's the I magic of Sarah. I would, uh, Sharon, sorry, I would I would say again where she can really sense this in people, and then trigger and then. You feel a space, okay, I'm safe here, I can release. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because our relationship with ourselves are, is so fundamental, isn't it? You yeah. know, And we can be our own worst critic and our own yeah. worst judge. Yeah. Whereas uh, if we can do something that connects us into something that's kind of timeless and eternal and authentic within ourselves, that helps our self-esteem yes, yes, and our true. own sense of ourselves, our identity, and all of that ripples out then into the world then, doesn't it? Yes, yes. So any practice, any, I would say, spiritual practice or any practice you have that connects with yourself, it can be yoga, it can be walking in the nature, it can be this kind of workshops that just give you a glimpse, oh, I miss this, and then you... Mm. want more you want to get back to that space where where you belong mm. in a way first to have within mm-hmm. to give out mm. it can be feel like coming home yes do you feel this yes yeah so uh now serena am i saying your name yeah. properly so now you are part of the group as well you attend <coughs> in greystones yes. with sharon and have you been attending for long yeah i started 
started I think when Sharon started actually so she was doing it in Newtown Mon Kennedy uh -huh. she was doing it in Newtown Mon Kennedy so many years ago uh, I don't remember how many and um, I started out of a passion for dance and movement I always loved sport and movement and music and so I started really out of curiosity and then uh, I loved the freedom of the space. So at the beginning I was very, I was, I suppose, as much as many other people, but at the beginning I was quite um, conscious. And then it's just so liberating a space where everybody just dances his own um, music, his own, you can really be creative with your own body, really ex express yourself. Uh, and as well is a very safe space where you can uh, really feel, get in touch with what you're really feeling and uh, not feel and feel you are held, you are, it is safe to feel. That's what um, I like the most of Sharon uh, dance. Yes, and I know from my own experience of doing it, it's like because there is this wave where it starts slowly and builds up to a kind of crescendo and back down again. By the time you're leaving, it's like you're, you've calmed down again by the time you're leaving and you're in a good kind of space for leaving, which is really important as well. It's not just like all this stuff has opened up and then you're left raw going home with it, you know. So now I'm here in studio with Sharon Sinclair and Ina and Serena and Margaret, who are five rhythms dancers out in Greystones and the five rhythms is on on Sundays 11 to 1 at the South Beach Pavilion and it starts again in September it's a break for the summer now and Sharon your next piece of music is called Omet Crazy so what's this yeah. piece of music so this would be uh, uh, one of the pieces that I would use to kick off my chaos so as you said we, we start slowly with a warm up and then by the time we get to, so there's flow in and then we move to staccato with a beat and then chaos is chaotic. And uh, so I start a piece that's kind of gentle where we can just wobble in the body, um, encourage the body to, the spine to wobble, the neck to wobble, the head to wobble. And just we're just warming up the body with this first chaos track. Okay, yeah. wonderful. So this is Omet Crazy. Thank you. 
93.9 Dublin South FM Oh, will you look at them go? I wish I had their energy. Ah, they're good for the soul though, aren't they? I can't imagine life without Lucky. <laughs> but he might outlive me yet. Oh, well take my advice and sign up for a Dog's Trust Canine Care card. It's completely free and it's given me such peace of mind since I did. What's that? Well, it's simple really. It means if you pass away before Lucky, Dog's Trust will take him in and give him the care and love he needs until they match him with the perfect forever home. That sounds terrific. How much did you say it costs? It doesn't cost a cent. Great. How do I sign up? Just text CARE to 50100 and they'll call you with more information. Or you can go to dogstrust.ie. Well, that's wonderful advice. I'll do that right away. Here, Lucky. Good boy. Whatever loan you're looking for, wedding loans, holiday loans, car or home improvement loans, make sure you talk to your local Capital Credit Union, where there are no hidden charges or early repayment penalties on your loan. Loans subject to approval, terms and conditions apply, Capital Credit Union Limited, regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Senior Line is a confidential telephone service for older people. Free phone 1800 80 45 91. We're open every day of the year from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m., including Christmas Day and New Year. So it's free phone 1800 80 45 91. We're there if you need someone to talk to and need someone to listen. We're older people too, so we will understand and we're very good at listening. Did you get the senior line number? It's free phone 1800 80 45 91. Your community radio for South Dublin. This is Dublin South FM. Welcome back to Wellbeing for Everyday Life with me, Maeve Halpin. I'm here in studio with four people who are involved in the five rhythms in Bray, in Greystones, I should say. And it's not on every week, it's on every second week on Sundays, 11 to 1. And you can find details on Sharon's website, S-H-E-R-R-O-N-S-T-C-L-A-I-R.ie. So now, Sharon, you were going to tell us a bit about how you got involved in the five rhythms yourself. Yeah. So I've always had a, a love for dance for, as, for as, as young as I can remember. And I often say that to people when they, when I say about the dance, come along to the dance, they say, oh, I don't dance, I've got two left feet. So what I say to them is, um, when you were a little toddler, any toddler, and there's music in the background, everybody's dancing when they're that small. So I say to them, what happened from being down here as a toddler 
to up here as an adult. So you've got a story there and you have an opportunity to bring that to the five rhythms and explore that story because there's lots in there. So I found it by, um, uh, there was this dance co-op in Dublin many years ago and I'd go to the dance co-op and dance for two hours. People would take it in turns to share the music and we would they would make a wave, a Gabriel, Gabriel Roth wave, which I knew nothing about. So we'd do that and we'd dance once a month and then we'd come home. But it was such a trek, driving all the way up, dancing for Ireland and coming home that we decided after about a year to create our own dance co-op. So there was five of us in a room and we took it in turns to do the music. Now, unknowns to me, I had a fear of being seen and a fear of being heard, big time. And uh, so this co-op thing allowed me to first of all show up playing the music, but still I'd be in the corner going, oh, I'd be cringing if someone was like, had a a strange face on their, a look on their face, I'd be going, oh, they hate that song, and I'd take it personally. So I did that for a year, and in the classes I could see when people were ready to kick off or they needed to hear the word breathe, for example. So the, the following year I decided to do something called My Rhythms. So a bit cheeky, I took on the five rhythms, gave my version of events for five years, and I had to do that week in, week out, just to get over myself. And you were dancing as well? I was dancing as well. I was practicing the five rhythms. But this was just a prerequisite of showing up and allowing people to see me because I had issues in my tissues. I had stories from childhood. And what I realized was half the time it was that wounded child that was standing there in the arena. So one time I signed up for six classes that was happening. The teacher was Caroline Carey in Dublin. I went to my first class and hated it. I hated the warm-up. It was like, get on with the real music. Flowing was too wishy-washy. Staccato, I loved, because it had a beat, it had a focus, it was the hips, I was used to using my hips. Chaos scared the life out of me because it was about letting go of control, and all I knew was to control things, because then I felt safe. Lyrical was too playful. It reminded me of people playing with me before they hurt me. And then stillness, I was like, Put me out of my misery, please. So I'd signed up for five of these classes or six of these classes. So what I found was I turned up the next week and it was a total different experience. Because what I realized was my first class was probably the first time I would met myself. I met myself. I met this needy child. I met this angry teenager and I met this raging adult in the one body and I had no time for any of those aspects of myself. I hated the teacher because it was her who put me up to myself. And But I went back for the third one and the fourth one and the fifth one and by the time I came to the sixth one, it was like, I'm not too bad after all. I was beginning to like myself. I was beginning to change my thoughts about how I treated myself because I was just treating myself how I was taught as a young girl. That's all I knew and that's the narrative I had in my own head. So I just kept showing up and there was loads of tears, there was loads of anger, there was loads of physical issues in my tissues. But eventually, one day I thought, Oh my God, I could do this because all I need is a love of music to be present, to witness people 
Uh, I didn't need any long fancy words. I just needed to show up exactly as I am, and that's what I try and create in my classes. So the five rhythms have been the making of me, like literally the making of me. If you'd have said, so I'm at this now 10 years now, 13 years ago, if you'd have said, in 13 years' time, you're going to be sitting here talking about the five rhythms, I would say, no, that is a different person because I am a different person now because I show up whether I'm tired. My most amazing dances have been when I've been exhausted because what's exhausted is my mind. My mind is exhausted of thinking the same thing, doing the same thing, whereas when I turn up in the class, at first, I too am going, what's going to come out of here? So I too am bringing whatever, I might be bringing fear on that day. I might be going, what's going to come out of here? Because each time you show up, a different part is saying, please see me, please validate me, please love me. Great. So yeah. it takes a bit of courage in a way to go it to does. these classes. And I say to people, give it at least three times. And if on the third time that you decide that that's not for you, you're just saying to yourself, your inner self, your soul, I've no time for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's giving space to all those different parts yeah. of ourselves. And, and, and that leads up. to in- integration of ourselves. Yes. And, and allowing yourself to turn up with that part of you that is not impressed with yourself. Give that some airplay. Like, who is that person who is that story who taught you that so we're we're actually what we're doing is we're undoing a lot of things like we're taught to keep our mouth shut close our legs tuck in our bellies stick out our breasts i'm saying delete all of that reverse all of that breathe have your mouth open put on whatever whatever face you want to be it's like be yourself who's it who said um Oscar Wilde said, be yourself, because everyone else is spoken for. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And uh, our own individuality, of course, and our uniqueness is what we need to connect with, yep. isn't it, really? Yes. Without judgment. So, so Sharon, if people want to come along, then they can, they can just turn up, can they? Or yes. do they need to contact they, you first? They can, they, can, they can. It's a drop-in, so they can show up. Um, if, they, if it's their first time and they're bringing whatever they're bringing in and they're not even sure because you can turn up on your own, come in 15 minutes earlier and I'll, I'll put you at ease. You know, I'll, I'll let you know that whatever is going to take place in the room is welcome because when one person shows up being themselves, it gives the other person opportunity to show up and be themselves okay so people can just wear i guess loose clothing of some kind Yeah, comfortable clothing layers is good because you might get hot you might get cold so you can put on and take off bring it bring some water to drink what about shoes um i would encourage um no shoes like so that you can feel that but there are certain dancing shoes that don't mark the floor i spent i think something like 35 years of my life hiding my feet because they didn't look like your feet. And now I'm like, what a waste of energy. Now I'm like, these are my feet. They don't look like yours, but they work and they make me a beautiful dancer. I'm not I'm not putting any energy into anything that is trying to be negative about myself. That's just a waste of time. Well, that so, in itself is a, would be a huge leap forward for women. Because yes. like we are constantly told from morning to night that we need to be slimmer and taller and blonder and more perfect skin and bigger yeah. lips. And it's like a, it's, we're supposed to be on a constant self-improvement 
programme of ourselves. <laughs> you know, we're eternally inadequate. And it's all Certainly in terms external. of appearance. It's, it's all external. It's all about it's all coming back to home to the self. So I have, um, like I said, I do two classes a month in the Sobe and Greystones. I'm, I'm doing, um, we did one in July, the 15th of September, I'm going to be in the Anahata Yoga Studio where Ina works. Where's that? Um, in Bray. Okay. And it's, a, it's an evening gig because not everybody's sacred Sunday, um, everyone wants to lie in. But on the Sunday, we're being of service to ourselves. But in the Anahata on the 15th of September, we're going to start at 5.30 till 9 p.m. So we we have time to unwind, to just yeah, just to unwind and and um, see what comes out of this body when we've got when we give it time. And then the big news is um, in the Whale Theatre this year for the New Year's Eve. So I've done three New Year's Eve gigs, which are alcohol free, and it allows people to just show up, have a five rhythm session. We do a thing where you can bring one to five clothing items that you totally adore, good condition, so you can swap. So it's about letting go of the old and bringing home the new. That was really popular last year. And then after that, we have a, an hour and a half of just a good old knees up before we go home. And the other thing I'd also want to mention is I've done a lot of my real good deep work in the Earth Song camps. So it's a camp that's in Earth Song. There's the name of the camp in Tipperary. They do two retreat camps. There's no drinking there. There's no drugs there. It's so healing, and I really cut my teeth in these camps because it's um, there's no electronics there. There's no mobile phones there. Just musicians. So I've worked with musicians, and just there. Just the healing and people are already in this open heart space because this is what this camp is about. So they go right into the deep end of the five rhythms. And, and when is that on? That's usually in the month of July. Okay, yeah. so it's over for this year. It's over, it's over for, for this, this year, year, so get on it for next year, earthsong.ie. Earthsong.ie. Earthsong yeah. Okay, wonderful. So now I've been talking here to Sharon St. Clair, who is a Five Rhythms dance teacher based in Greystones at the moment in the South Beach Pavilion. And the Five Rhythms is on on Sundays, 11 to 1 p.m. every second Sunday. And you can find the information on her website, S-H-E-R-R-O-N-S-T-C-L-A-I-R.ie. And everybody's welcome. Bring loose clothing. Just bring yourself. That's all you need. Plus, I guess it costs 15 euros for concession and 20 euros for drop-in and if you sign up for a class of six it works out at 15 euros per, per class so that's really fantastic value i think for a very unique experience so and i've al i've also been talking to ina who also attends and is a yoga teacher and ina is from croatia uh, croatia, croatia. Yes. and serena attends the five rhythms and she is from italy yes. and sharon you are from the U UK via the Caribbean yes. and Margaret is here from good old Ireland <laughs> so a very mixed and diverse group and it's great to see I think it's a real reflection of the diversity of Ireland these days and uh, to me that's a very positive development that I've seen in my lifetime here so everybody's welcome you don't have to be a good dancer you don't have to be fit you don't have to be in shape you don't have to measure up to anything you can come along and you'll be helped and guided through the process of the five rhythms and the wave and dancing through that and then at the end people sit around and share some good healthy food yep. 
and uh, have time to chat. So it's an opportunity for self-expression, for moving the body, for discovering where your stiffnesses are in your body and where the sore points are. And uh, all this is profoundly healthy and uh, therapeutic, both, both mentally and physically. So that's the five rhythms. And with Sharon Sinclair in the South Beach Pavilion in Greystones. So thank you all so much for coming into the show. Now, your last piece of music, Sharon, is Zion Lullaby. So tell me why you picked this one. So this would be the style of music I would play for stillness where there's a bit of pause in the in the music. So it encourages you to, say, pause in your movement. Um, and, then, and then in the pausing, another authentic movement will come out of that. So it gives us the opportunity in our lives to pause, to reflect to to um, allow the mystery to come into ourselves and uh, connect with our breath. So it's just a nice gentle piece to start with the slowing down. And I encourage, we, sometimes in stillness we're not necessarily moving, but I encourage the breath to dance. Oh, beautiful. So this is Zion Lullaby by Dea Deva. <laughs> Mungunga inga 